Man, it's been a minute since we recorded an episode, man. People don't know that, though. You have no idea. But yeah, you know, we... Um, man, um, 100,000 listens, y'all. Um, this is the first, I think, what, episode since... Uh, it's, it's really been official, or at least that's, you know, the first time we've we've spoke since. 100,000 listens. First time um, we talked about it. Definitely. Definitely appreciate yeah. you guys. Yeah. So, um, you know, here on No Pump Fakes, we give players their flowers, right? Um, but, you know, we also have to give ourselves flowers. <laughs> you feel me? 100,000 <laughs> <laughs> listens is, is pretty dope, man. Um, I think, you know, it, it's, it's an amazing, amazing feeling, amazing, amazing accomplishment. Shout out to everyone that's helped, obviously, all 100,000 people that have clicked, play, or listen. Um, shout out to the Tyler League fam. Shout out to Slam fam. And obviously, shout out to you, Ahmad. I know some of your, 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 your takes be a little wacky. But hey, man, if we got 100,000, <laughs> keep it up, right. man. <laughs> we do something right. Slow run. grind. Slow, slow grind. All about that slow grind, grind, man. Once again, shout um, out to Slam. Shout out to you, Theus, doing an excellent job. Also, big shout out to Tyler League. Like, it's a lot that goes into podcast and more of the people see so huge shout out 100k but you know we trying to we trying to get a million so let's let's Facts. keep when this we, going when we, when we touch that when we touch the m listens you know we active active um but yeah so um a couple of things i want to mention um off rip um we don't have to spend too much time talking about this but shout out to juan howard um what happened in that whole situation in wisconsin was kind of wild when i first saw the clip um i don't know exactly how it all Played out or why it happened, but did you did you saw the did you you know what I'm talking about you saw the yeah I, I saw it I saw it um, um, yeah it's been a been an overreaction I mean, yeah it's, it's yeah it, this generation's so soft yeah the word punch so soft what are we doing yeah. punched yeah what are we doing what are we doing <laughs> what are we doing it's, it's crazy it's crazy because the same the same people that <laughs> supported Bobby Knight are the same people that are calling for like Jawan Howard's head it's it's, it's so like, crazy man. how. The double standards, but you know how that goes. Yeah, and you know we use the word punched. Like, okay, I I, don't, I think we have to really understand what the definition of the word punched is. But <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I had to acknowledge that because um, we used to have or there was a segment on Slam back in the day called uh, "Them Hands." Yeah. And for those of you out there, please, please go to Twitter and search the hashtag "Them Hands" through Slam Online's uh, Twitter. Glorious, glorious moments. Glorious right. moments. Um, real, real, real fights. <laughs> real fights. <laughs> real real battles. <laughs> shout, shout out to Oak. Um, shout out to Charles Oak. Obviously, he's you know he's been on the podcast before. Um, yeah. You know, def- real heads. <laughs> real head, Yeah, real, real heads. heads. <laughs> he said he set the tone. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, All Star Weekend um, in Cleveland. It's a wrap. Um, but there obviously was a report, and I'll let you touch on this. Um, the idea of LeBron James possibly playing with his son Bronny James. How do you feel about that? What What, what do you think uh, it's cra- about that? It's crazy because, like, as soon as that report came out, I was in a bunch of Los Angeles Lakers spaces on Twitter, and they were just going crazy, like, "Oh, like good riddance, like he should be traded, this and that." It's It's crazy how people tend to forget that, like, yo, LeBron James brought you guys a championship. <laughs> Before LeBron James came to Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers wasn't relevant for like, what, six years not making the, play, the postseason? So it's just, it's crazy. Um, and then people were talking about in the space, it's just like, you know, like this version of LeBron that the next team is going to get is not going to be the, you know, the version that everybody's hoping to see. But it's just kind of like LeBron is 37 years old and still a top three to five player in this world and it's just like to some people he's the best player in this world so it's just kind of like I didn't really understand the overreaction because he's kind of been talking about this for a while now and it's just kind of like I think people are quick to like think that like yo he means like immediately after Bronny gets drafted to a team he's gonna go and just jump ship I don't think that's the case I think it's more like yo like when he probably feels like yo this is my last season and I'm ready to retire then I'll probably go and like go play with my son I don't think it's gonna be like right when Brody gets drafted because we don't even know when Brody's going to get drafted. Like, we don't know if he's going to be a one and done athlete. We don't know if he's going to, you know, go straight from high school, go to the, do the G League right. We don't, we don't know. So it's just kind of like, let's pump the brakes a little bit. You know, it's so funny. I don't know why, but hearing you say the word G League, <laughs> imagine if LeBron, for whatever reason, decided to play a G League game. Imagine if, I mean, obviously that's not going to happen, but yeah, it's yeah. the idea of, you feel me? Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's it's so cool. I mean, obviously, there's no player in the entire game that has half as much leverage as Bron, right? Like right. wherever you know he wants to go, I think he has the opportunity to do just that um, with his son or literally whatever team. Like, there's not a team in the league that says, you know what, we can get LeBron, but we don't want to get LeBron. Like, that's not gonna happen. Um, and even if it is, you know, two three years from now, um, obviously, no one knows, you know. Um, how LeBron is going to be, quote unquote. I mean, no one knows the future. But I mean, like, if there's one thing that we've probably learned and should know by now is not to question whether or not, like, he'll still be able to play at a certain level. Obviously, father time is real. His father time is undefeated. But at the same time, we're talking about a very unique athlete and a very unique person. And I'm going to say this too. If there was ever a time where LeBron should feel the need to be selfish, it should be when he's playing with his son. Like that is, like if he's able to play with Bronny in the NBA, automatically go. Like to me, obviously right now we want to argue, you know, LeBron, Mike, Kobe, Kareem. If LeBron James is able to play in an NBA game with his son, whether it's as a teammate or a competitor, go. I don't need to hear about anything else. Because that right there, like obviously he done crossed off everything, right? Champion, you know, he got to school and all that. Obviously, you know, he, you know, off the court, his, his accomplishments to me are more important than what he's done on the court. But like, <laughs> you reach a point where you are playing with your son, not like you got your son to the league, but you're playing as if to say you're a good enough father to get your son to the league. But at the same time, you're, you yourself are good enough to still be playing with him in the NBA, not like no damn pro-am, yeah. not no damn summer league, not no damn why the yeah. league stamped. I think, and I think it's, I think what scares people is just kind of like, I was in those spaces, people were talking about like injuries and stuff like that. And yeah, of course, we know those are like, that's what we're seeing with Father Tom. It's not LeBron's play style, it's more like injuries are starting to like, that he'll be like out for like maybe a game or so. It's more like prolonging. Like, I don't think like LeBron James at this point in his career, I feel like he can still play at a high level for the next four to five years. But what's going to come with that is that he's not going to play 82 games, he's not going to play 70 games. He's probably going to play anywhere between 55 to 60 games going forward probably for the rest of his career to kind of like maintain his body and stuff like that, which is fine. But that's what you got to have a team around him that can like be able to produce while LeBron James is not on the court. It just doesn't – it sucks right now with the Los Angeles Lakers because like LeBron is older and we kind of expect like, yo, LeBron's not going to play 82-game regular season. But then you got your second-best superstar who's also very like kind of on that same wave as LeBron. <laughs> but it's just like he's 28. You know what I'm saying? So. That's the only thing with the LeBron situation with that. Or like the Bronny situation, I think people got to realize, like, let me say this because it's just kind of like, this situation is starting to look very, very LaMelo Bosch to me about people starting to underestimate Bronny James, talking about like, yo, he want to make it into the league, let's his father. Let me tell you something. Bronny James is a NBA talent, even if his dad was not named LeBron James. He's that good. And it's just kind of like, yo, I'm not sitting up and saying he's going to be a superstar in this league. He still has to develop. We don't even know like, how tall he's going to be. He's only 16 years old. We it's a whole lot of stuff that can happen in three years. But let me tell you something. Watching him play, watching him go off in the Staples Center where he's in hitting NBA-level threes, high IQ, and he's playing on a team around him that's, like, the best talent in high school. And it's just, like, he fits, like, perfectly. Like, he's not the star or anything, but it's just, like, he's showing it, like, yo, I can be a point guard. I can be a combo guard. Like, I can pass. I can facilitate. Very high IQ. So it's just, like, Let's bump the brakes on saying like, oh, he's not going to make it to the NBA. He's going to make it to the NBA because his father or like the report came out like he's a second round pick. This is reminding me of LaMelo Ball when the people were saying like, yo, LaMelo Ball is not really an NBA player. If he does go to the NBA, he's a second round pick. And then you know what happened? The closer and closer and closer we got to LaMelo Ball entering the league, we start hearing, oh, no, he's a first round pick. Oh, no, he's a lottery pick. Oh, no, this kid is special. You know what I'm saying? I can start seeing a very similar thing with Bronny James. Like I said. I think the expectations of what LeBron has done in the NBA, people have like, oh, like, Bronny, he's not going to be this, he's not going to be that. Is he going to be a superstar? I do not know. But can he be a starter in this league? Most likely. If, can he be a rotation player in this league? Hell yeah. So it's just kind of like the brother, is he's 16 years old, and it's just kind of like he's going to go into the NBA because he has the talent and the skill set. And it, and it just helps that his dad is LeBron James. Yeah, and I mean, for me, he doesn't even have to be a superstar. Like, I don't have crazy expectations for a 16-year-old. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Like, 
there's only been very, very few times in the history where I felt like, all right, this dude is really about to be the next guy. It's been yep. LeBron. It's been like Ben Simmons. It's been Zion. It's been Wiggins. And, and I'm just saying this from when these players were in high school. But like, yeah. Bronny does not need right to, to be, right, you could just tell. And that's okay if Bronny isn't like his dad. That is A-okay. It's LeBron James. Like, <laughs> come on. But I think, too, um, what's going to be interesting is how the approach that GMs are going to take, right, is would you sign LeBron for a one-year rental, if you will, just, you know what I'm saying? Or excuse me, other way around. I apologize. Would you draft Bronny just for a one-year rental or one-year signing or whatever um, to have LeBron on your team? And that is going to be a question that we could say now, of course, you know, you know GMs would definitely sign him, but... As, we, as you mentioned about LaMelo, as you get closer and closer, the opinions and the dialogue um, may change. But that, that's going to be something special. Um, and, it, and it's, it's going to be funny, too, because it's going to be obvious, right? Like, I don't know if that's a tampering thing or whatever, but, like, if someone... And the thing is, too, I don't know what's going to happen first, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know if a team is going to have to draft Bronny and then LeBron signs or... Vice versa. Yeah. I, if I had to guess, yeah, you know, it, it would you probably have, yeah. I mean, with, with the way the draft is, like if someone drafts a player ahead of you, then it doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying, who else you sign, if they have them, but it, you're going to have the leverage. Could, but it could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it's some, if it's, when it comes to that point, because I, I, I think LeBron James is going to still be in the league when his son comes into the league. I still think he's going to play at a high level. I think LeBron James is kind of like, going to be good until the day he retires. I think he's going to be a top five to top 10 player until the day he retires. I think people are scared of that because they've been waiting on LeBron James to just fall off and this and that and his injuries and stuff like that. I don't, I think he's going to be fine. I think what we're seeing is just like, like LeBron's on some Tom Brady shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they just different. Like it comes, it's like, and these are once in like the generation type of like players and sometimes it's just like different. They're just different. You know what I'm saying? Stuff we've never seen before. But go ahead, you want to say something? But I mean, yeah, I was gonna say I want to go even deeper than just LeBron being on some Tom Brady shit. The thing is with Tom Brady and you know, obviously the goat in football. With Tom, he's been able to last so long because of his IQ, as well as obviously he keeps his body you know in tip top shape and things like that. But like yeah. when you think about his playing style, it's you know a pocket. And I don't want to die too much of football, but he's a pocket yeah. QB, right? He's not pocket pass. He I'll wasn't a Michael Vick. Like he wasn't yeah. running. Yeah, he wasn't scrambling. He wasn't running around. It, he was smart. You know what I'm saying? He, he, and he trains well, and he just knows his game. Basketball, it's not like that. LeBron, his play style isn't like that. It's based off athleticism. Now, obviously, LeBron is smart. LeBron has a high IQ. But, like, if he were to drop in his athleticism, if he wasn't as strong, or if he wasn't as fast, he wouldn't be able to be playing still. And so, to me, that's even more of a testament as to why what he's doing should be acknowledged even more is because of the fact that he's kept his body so much in shape that he needs it, right? It don't yeah. matter how smart you are in basketball. If you can't keep up with the big dogs, it's clipped, right? Yeah. If, 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 if you, um, you know what I'm saying, you still can shoot the same, but you're not as strong or you're not as fast, or you can't jump as high, bye. Like, it's, it's really that simple. And so to know that Bron is doing this for as long as he's doing with this athleticism, that, to me, is, 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 is another thing to take note of. It's not just the longevity, but it's the longevity of his playing style. That's, that's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's obviously crazy. he's been able to make adjustments. He might not be mm -hmm. the same player or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, still, he's not like, oh, he, he's a little athletic. The fact, no. The, the fact, <laughs> yeah. The fact, and the fact that we can still have this conversation I, and we started this dialogue with me saying about like, yo, LeBron James right now to this day at 37 years old is still Arguably, some people think he's the best in the world. If you don't think he's the best in the world, fine. But he's top three to five. You know what I'm saying? Without a question. Without, like, it's not even a thought. He's top three to five at age 37 right now. And it's just kind of like, even though he's not as athletic as he was with Cleveland, Cavaliers, or Miami days and stuff like that, the fact that he's still a top three to five player in the world and he's not even as athletic as he used to be just lets you show that, yo, even though that droppage for athleticism, because he has dropped, and stuff like that. He can't do the same things he's done in his past. But it's just like that droppage is still better than some some guys' ultimate level. <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's it's crazy. So even if it, so say this, even if he takes another drop, all right, well, takes another drop, he's outside the top five. Okay, well now he's in the seven to ten range. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just that's just crazy to think about. So that's what I'm saying. I, I think to the day he retires, 
he's still probably going to be a top 10 basketball player in the world. It could be higher. Who knows? But I'm just saying, the brother is different. And people just need to acknowledge that, yo, that it's okay that he wants to, like, do this with his son. And that's probably what's going to drive him more so than, like, winning championships. At this point, LeBron is already stepped. He doesn't have to never win another championship in his, in his life. What he's fighting for right now, and that's not saying that the Lakers are going to, you know, go out and, and try to make moves this year or next year or whatever and try to win a title this year or get to the playoffs or next year make some moves and try to win a title. But all I'm saying is it's kind of like, it's just like he, he's completed the, the championship. He's doing other stuff. Like, he's fighting for that Kareem scoring title that he's going to probably do in a Lakers uniform. And then it's just kind of like his son. Like, those are two, those are his next real, like, two things that he's trying to, like, his goals. You know what I'm saying? He's already hit every achievement, championships, stats, statistics, except for, like, Kareem. And now, and then other goal is, like, his son. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And you mentioned, too, that, like, even, like, because LeBron's peak was so high and in a completely different stratosphere than everyone else, when he, quote, unquote, drops, he would still be extremely high, right? It's not like, you know what I'm saying? All right, you know, he's declining a little bit. He's he not the same or he's, you know, he's barely cracking the top 15. That's not the case. And so when you, and when you say, excuse me, maybe top three, top five, whatever, even when you think about the top five players in the NBA right now, if everyone is healthy, you can make the case that all five of them could win a finals MVP. Right. Like you can make the case that like whether they're whether the fifth person isn't the greatest player in the world, they could probably win finals MVP or they could probably make it to the finals and win. It wouldn't be crazy to think that. And so if LeBron does it two, three years from now, this year as well, that's just going to be another reminder as to why we really should have appreciated him while he was playing the game, as opposed to just saying, oh, here's the things that he didn't do. Or here, here, here's the, the reasons why he's not Mike. Or here's the reason why this and that. It's like, we've never, regardless of who you think is a GOAT, we've never seen a player like LeBron in any sport. In any sport. I don't give a damn what, what, what sport you want to run. We have never seen an athlete like LeBron James. When you talk about what he had to go through as, as a damn teenager, like there's very few players in the history of sports, in the history of, of, of anything, really, where they've been viewed as the best in their craft for their entire life. Like, you date back to when LeBron was 16 to where he's at now, his, like, he's always been viewed as the greatest. He's always been viewed as the, as the best high school athlete. He's always been viewed as uh, someone in the GOAT conversation. It's not like, okay, you know, he just won most improved player of the year. Or it's not like, okay, he came on oh, strong. It, yeah. It's always been it. Like, and also, too, we talk about athleticism. We talk about him playing the game. But do you know how hard it is to not like become complacent? To 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 not feel comfortable, to not feel like, you know, I am LeBron. You feel me? I do have four chips. I could relax. I've done everything, but still keep going. A lot of guys in the league haven't been able to make it because they've reached that level of comfort. Because they've reached that level of, oh, ain't nobody better than me, and they've ended up being wrong. And so to someone who's been able to keep his foot on the gas like LeBron has, I think that speaks volumes to him, not even just as, a, as an athlete, but as a person. And this really is going to be one of those moments where like, you have to cherish him while he's here. And you mentioned Tom Brady, but Tom Brady doesn't receive anywhere near as much hate, we know, jealousy. We know why. We know why. Well, yeah, I mean, we know why, but yeah. stuff like inter- Chris and all that. Of course, but it even, sucks even, because when he starts playing, we're going to realize that. Yeah, and even and even the whole like the the way that the media views the basketball product, it's just kind of like even yesterday when like Michael Jordan came and it was very exciting. And then you know you know you go on social media, you got real like legends in the sports media landscape trying to make it about a Michael Jordan versus LeBron James situation, and it's just like that's just corny. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like <laughs> they're both great players. Like Michael was hugging LeBron. Michael's hugging everybody and stuff like that. That was amazing to see because we know Michael Jordan's his personality, his persona, but it's just kind of like, yo, it's just like the fact that he was showing so much love to old players, players in the NBA, and also up-and-coming players, up-and-coming stars like Luka Doncic and stuff like that where he was hugging Luka. It's just like that's special to see. So it's just like why is it in basketball where do we have to constantly pin our legends and our stars against one another 
especially when they don't do that in other sports. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 the unfortunate part. And that's the corny part, like I said, because like it's real guys that talk about hoops that get paid a whole bunch of money to really analyze the game and stuff like that. Maybe not necessarily analyze and be a personality, but it's just kind of like it's very corny that it's just kind of like in basketball, it's always the pitting guys against each other. Yeah, and, and I would hope too, you know, as as a, as a player, as an NBA player in the league and stuff, that like either it drives you or it doesn't affect you at all, right? So like, I personally don't give two shits what people think about me. Like I, I pride myself on that. If someone thinks that um, whatever, it doesn't really matter to me. But I can see how if a player were to constantly hear that they're not better than so-and-so, right? If a player were to hear like, all right, he doesn't have a ring, so he does, that means he hasn't done shit. I can easily see how that might take a toll. We've had players come out before and mention how um, uh, depression and mental health has affected them. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to let players out there know that like, despite all the debates and shit that we have, um, the, the appreciation for the craft the appreciation for the art is definitely there. Um, but it, it's just crazy, though. You know what I'm saying? To think that we have um, a space where it's always comparison always. and not appreciation. Um, but damn, only, that was, in, yeah. only, only in basketball. That's, you know, it's really only in basketball. Because I watch, cause I watch like, the way the NFL game is covered. It can be the Detroit Lions versus the... Who's another bad team? Detroit Lions versus uh... <laughs> who's another bad team? That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> it could be the Detroit Lions versus the Houston Texans. And the way uh, the guys on a money like football game, and the way the guys are analyzing and talking about the game, they're not talking about how bad these teams are. They're talking about yo things they need to work on, but also like yo key players in the game, key matchups, and how's it going to be and stuff like that. It's really like you and like yo they get you hyped to watch a a team that's zero and twelve versus another team that's one and thirteen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like but. And that's just a team aspect, you know, but the, the comparison aspect is the player. The player is never really, you never hear people really comparing like Tom Brady to Drew Brees. There's always appreciation of what both of those guys do and how they do it. And they talk about like, yo, how different like Tom Brady's play style is compared to Drew Brees' and stuff like that. Because Drew Brees is, you know, he has to operate out the shotgun and stuff like that. Tom Brady's on the center and stuff like that. Audible calling plays, all that types of good stuff. So it's just like, yo. It just gets annoying at times, but it's just like, thank God, and you know we're blessed to have this platform and with Slam and stuff like that, and being a part of Slam with this podcast. That's a company that kind of like yo shows love to players and kind of doesn't do what other sports media companies or also personalities try to do around the game of basketball. It's just like, luckily, it's 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 podcasts like this that players can listen to, people can listen to, and really just like you really truly enjoy the game. Love the art of basketball. Love the craft, 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 craftsmanship with of some of these players and how they produce. Then it's great to, great to be a part of. Support for No Pump Fix is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Now imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Now the upgraded trimmer, right, also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Now men, let's be honest. If you're still shaving your face and body with the same trimmer, you're doing it wrong. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NOPUMPFAKES at manscaped.com. Yeah, and I think some of it too is based off era and that like, when we talk about LeBron and Mike, because they didn't play in the same era, we'll never know. Like, right. And, and, I, and I'm going to say that because I think that's where a lot of this conversation stems from is the uncertainty, right? Brady, Breeze, Manning, they played in the same era. So we were able to see who's the best. But this LeBron and, and even Kobe and, and, and Mike stuff, in a way, that's three different generations, right? Those three different eras. So people always have the mentality of, well, 
if so-and-so played in this era, then da-da-da. Yeah. If so-and-so played in that era, then da-da. We, you'll never know. We'll never, never know. You want to figure out how it would have turned out? Go play 2K. That's the only way you're going you're gonna to realize if this shit would really work or not. Yeah. Go play 2K. I, yeah, I, I, and, I, it's like, and I don't mind the like, comparing of eras or comparing the players to different eras, but it's just like when it's a constant, like, you know, bashing <laughs> of one right, player to, right, another, right, to lift right. another player up and stuff like that. That's when it gets really annoying because you don't have these debates all the time because it's just like, you know, we talk about like Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan. It's just like, and even Kobe. Kobe played against Michael, you know, so stuff like that. And so it's times where we can see, you know, errors cross-matching, but it's just like at the end of the day, it's the bashing while trying to lift some, another player up, which is just like, yo, compare their play it, styles, compare their stats, compare like what they did in a team environment. Compare those things. That's that's actually comparing and analyzing and breaking down the game. Compare them playing with this type of play style and this type of no. Compare them playing with this type of offense when they play with a, this type of offense. And how the two players are different. Those are actually like breaking things down and talking about the game, but not like this whole like yo, Michael Jordan better than LeBron. Like Kobe, Michael Jordan better than Kobe. Like this player's better than this player. It's just like all right, man. Like that's nobody really and, trying to hear all that. And, like, and, and, and we it's don't not know. even needed. And it's not even needed. Yeah. Like in terms of the bashing and like talking down on a player like i mean we we have conversations right about who would you rather start a franchise with or like who you know the, the player five years from now stuff like that like stuff like that by us saying you know we'd rather have one player doesn't mean that if we got the other player we would be upset i think when you're proposed a question and you got to choose one or the other you rock out but nowadays you get people that get into debates to debates in comparison to saying that the person that they wouldn't go with stinks let me yeah. tell you something right now there's not a single player in the nba that stinks at basketball not one not one right now even though there's certain players that we might laugh at and say oh and so and so might you know be a scrub whatever there is not a single nba player that is bad at basketball we can sit here and joke about how they match up against other nba players sure but rest assured i promise you that the, the player that you might think is a scrub will probably cook anyone at your local park and even though we want to sit here and say, well, that's obvious, we also have to understand that some of the greatest players in the world are, have made it to the league. And how many players in the NBA? What, 450? That's not a lot. That, like, that, 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 that like pool, like, that, like, that's not a lot of players. You know what I'm saying? So we have this, like, we got to stop thinking, like, oh, you know, so-and-so stinks. I am, like, you feel me? I joke a lot and, and shit like that, saying so-and-so might not get the job done or whatever. Whatnot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, like, come on now. The, you mean to tell me only 450 players make it and, and some of them aren't good? Come on now. Come yeah. on now. They, like, this is their job. Right? This is what they do every day. This, like, they eat, breathe, sleep basketball. They get paid millions of dollars to do it. So if you really think that they are casuals, if you really think that they are just, uh, they are right. Hey guys, <laughs> I yeah. promise you, yeah. they would feast. But you know, but you know how it is. <laughs> I don't you know know why. The the NBA is like, it's all about drama now. That's how it is. It's all about drama. It's all about like what you know. Are you liked by the the, the guys that are that voting guys on the NBA seventy five list? Because that, that's a we, we, let's talk about that too. Because like, let's it, get into it. It's it's crazy because like Alan Iverson came out and it went viral and stuff like that, and it was um. A, a versus with him and Trace McGrady. He was just talking about like, yo, like how Trace McGrady should have been on the top 75 list and stuff like that. And I totally agree. And it's just kind of like, it's always crazy how, and he said like, yo, who are the people that are doing this? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, they need to be drug tested. Like, yo, it's, it's always crazy how you hear like players when they talk about certain players compared to like, you know, like the guys that are actually like voting on this stuff and like that. It's just like, it's very, it's a very disconnect. You know what I'm saying? Even like the NBA 75 when they were doing like a lot of these guys and stuff like that. No disrespect to some of these legends that played in the 1940s and 30s and stuff like that in 1950s. But it's just kind of like, yo, like Dwight Howard, Tracy McGrady. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, it's not even, it's really levels. It's really levels. But it's just like the fact that like Dwight Howard wasn't on because like this, he's not really well liked. And Tracy McGrady wasn't on because like history and history, history of injuries and stuff like that. It's just like, yo, like. Let's really talk about it. And so, you know, you know what it is to me, like, again, when we make lists, I always identify and bring up the statement and question of, you feel that someone else should be on here. I'm not here to say I disagree with you. But who are you taking off? 
right? That, 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 that should always be the follow-up question. You feel strongly about a player being on a list, cool. Who the hell are you saying he's better than? Now, 90% of the time when I make a list, I'm, or 99% of the time, I make a list, I'm comfortable with the players and understand that, like, all right, I know that these are my, these are my guys and that someone got to get left off. But in the case of Tracy McGrady, I promise you, I can go back and look at that 75 list and see some names that should not be on there. So this isn't even just like, oh, I feel like T-Mac should be top 75. No, no, I can point to some names that me should too. not be yeah. on there. I can Dwight point Howard. to some names that it, Dwight Howard, um, T-Mac, I can point to some names that be like, yo, we, we got to slide Brumman off. Hate to say yeah. it, but hey, come on yeah. now. Tom, and, and it's crazy because... <laughs> you know, you know how crazy. I feel about winning. I I don't hide yeah. that, right? Love yeah. T Mac and what he did for the game, right? I ain't, don't nobody love winning more than me when it comes to evaluating certain things. But at the same time, you're not about to sit here and tell me that seventy five. You you want to say fifty? All right, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, seventy like, five. Don't I'm not yeah. accepting that extra twenty five, bro. You're not you're not sitting yeah. and telling me that there were seventy five players in the history of the game that dribbled a basketball yeah. that were better than T Mac. That's not the case at all. No. Come on and now. It, and it's crazy because like the player, the player they want to point to is just like somebody in this era. They want to point to Dame should have been on this right, list over right. Dwight. No, 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 no. It's players that we can really point to. Like, let, like no, let's talk about now. the real players. Like, let's not go to Dame. Like Dame, yeah, Dame is Dame is our top 75. Yeah. Let's not point to Dame. It's some other players that played in the ice age where it's just like, yo. Come on, like what 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 are we really saying here? What are we really doing? It's like I said, it's not to take away anything that those players do, did and stuff like that. But if you match up a lot of some of these players peak to peak compared to a lot of guys peak to peak in our era that didn't get selected, it's just like yo, you can really point out a lot about five or ten of these guys. I'm just like yo, like it's really like crazy to me, you know. But it is what it is. But like I said, the game, the list is not based on how it should be is based on like a variety of things. Cause it's like the NBA likes to create their list based on drama. Like it's, <laughs> it is what it is. Or they like to create their list based on like, Oh, we got to have a center on, or we got to have this player in the top. Like you look at a top 10 list of all time. Anytime that, that Kobe Bryant is, is anywhere between eight to 10. I just laugh. Cause it's just like, yo, like, what are we doing here? So it's just like, it's the way they do these things. It's just like, I have a problem with it because it's, it's never done right. And the reason why it's never done right, because a lot of times people ain't really watching. Like, it's like you can't sit up and tell me that you actually watch Kobe Bryant play and you say it's nine players in the top 10, top 10 list of all time that's better than Kobe B. Bryant. You can't sit up and tell me that like Allen Allenson is, is not a top 25 player of all time. Like, it's, it's like, come on. What, like, what are we and one And one thing I'm going to say too, right? This might be the one and only time I... I, I stand in defense of the NBA, right? Just to play devil's advocate real quick. I understand that the NBA has a job to do, right? And it has to, it can't piss people off, right? Like, and I understand that the, the, uh, the duty, the responsibility in making sure that they are saying the real 75 and taking into consideration the entire game, the entire That's league yep. for years, yep. right? Entire, true, true. Like, if, like if there's one platform that has to do that, right? If there's anyone out there, it's literally them, right? It's, it's literally the NBA, right? They're not, you know, pop culture. <laughs> They're not, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the account that you might go to where you're looking for, you know what I'm saying, trending stuff, what's cool, what's popular. It's literally their job to list out the most important, influential, slash greatest, in their eyes, players of all time. But at the same time, we can't ignore what players like T-Mac did, what players yeah. like Clay, uh, Clay Thompson have done, what Dwight players Howard. like Dwight Howard done. I get it, right? I'm not blind to the agenda. I'm not blind to the fact that, you know, generations have to be acknowledged. But at the same time, we have to understand what's happening now. We have to understand what happened a couple of decades ago with T-Mac. Like, we, we tend to think that just because other players played back then and, and that not too many people know about them. So we have to remind folks or we have to inform folks on what these older players did. Don't forget about what some of these current stars did and what some of these recently retired players have done. Yeah. T-Mac was a cold dude. And one thing I'll say this too, right? Whether you agree with people's lists, right? Whether you agree with the NBA's list, 
whether you agree with Kendrick Perkins' list, whether you agree with Slam's list. Do you know what the biggest evaluation should be when it comes to straight up looking at people's overall top 75? The respect that you receive from your peers. If Alan Dam Iverson can come out and say that T-Mac should be a top 75 player, that right there should be enough. That right there is a reminder like, like, yo, a dude who we know is cold, a dude who we respect, and a former MVP, someone who was a guaranteed person to put the ball in the hoop that we all respect is saying like, yo, this dude gave me problems. Kobe came out and said, right, like, yo, this, he was real. And so these are guys that are playing the game. And I get it. We talk about at the, that are playing at the highest level. And I get it. You know, media people, we, you know, we watch the game and things like that. But let me tell you something. They're like, when you are actually playing it, there's some weight has to be given to that. At least, at least some, I'm not serious saying that we just like, come on now. The players need more of a voice when we, when they're creating these lists and stuff like that. Cause like you said, it's just like, it's, and it's not always, and people love to bring this up. Are you saying that you got to play at the highest level to, to talk about basketball? Nobody is saying that. And I get so tired of people saying that. But it's just like, it is your duty. It is your obligation. That if you're going to talk about this league and you're going to make you know, lists, and you're going to be a part of that selection, that you really do your research. And that you really go back and watch. And that you really go back and study and analyze. And that you really go back and like watch full games of these old legends playing, watch full games of these new guys playing like it's it's really like important that you do that so you can get a, a full understanding. But if you just basing these things off of like highlights, or you basing these things off of like oh I watch the highlights and stuff like that, that's all I need to watch. No, 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 no. Go watch a full game. Go watch Wilk play a full game. Go watch like these old NBA classic hardwood games. Go watch some some like yo. Go really analyze and see how cold Larry Bird was. Or go watch. Go turn on a um a old T Mac game. You know, versus versus team back when he was with Orlando Magic. Like. You, it's your responsibility and duty to really understand, like, yo, let me really break this down. Because but so, so many times it's just like, yo, I'm going to base this off a of narrative. Like, I'm more of a narrative voter. Like, oh, I don't really like this guy. Like, uh, Dwight Howard, yeah, he's, he's not really a good person. We don't really like him. So, like, he's not top. So, like, when you start doing that, and I know it's true because people have been in the national media and been on television and said it. Like, I'm more of a narrative uh, voter. You're a narrative voter? What, what the hell does that even mean? You're a narrative voter? What are you, what are, you, what are we doing here? Like, like, what, like what, what are we really doing here? Like, that's what I'm saying. That's, and that's a problem. And, it's, and put it like this. It's too many people, it's too many non-basketball people in the sport of basketball. And that's, that's just what it comes down to. It's too many non-basketball people in the sport of basketball. And that's why we see constantly lists, that's what we kind of see, like, oh, the Jawan Jawa Howard situation, like, the way people, you know, making it, like, bigger than what it really is. It's too many <laughs> non-basketball people in the game of basketball, and that's a problem. Facts. Facts. I mean, I mean, you know, and I get it, right? Everyone is good at something, so certain people feel like, okay, we need a numbers guy to be our GM, or we need a, 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 a numbers guy to be a coach. Or we know number like whatever. Like I, I know people have their certain preferences, but at the same time, passion and knowledge of the game will forever trump anything else. Right? Like, and you can't really take that for, for granted. You're you mentioned people being a narrative voter. It's like, dog, what <laughs> get your put your damn emotions to the side and just evaluate the damn game of basketball. What are we doing? Like what are we doing? Oh, you know, like he doesn't have the narrative. It's like Shit's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like the same people that it is the same people like that talk about like the whole GOAT conversation. Like, nobody will ever be better than MJ. Nobody will ever be better than LeBron. Let me tell you something. In two years, <laughs> if Giannis has six championships, five defensive player of the year awards, like like multiple, like high on the scoring list, like, yo, who am I to say that, yo, just because I love LeBron, LeBron James is my GOAT, who am I to look at that resume and look at everything another guy has done and be like, you know what? Shit. Giannis could be that dude. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but that's people, it makes people uncomfortable. That's all it is. It's just like, because people get, it's like nostalgia. Like, people get so caught up on the past that they can't accept the present or the future. And that's why the, the game and the basketball is so very, like, very, like, going in a bad direction at times. Because it's people that can't put their feelings and emotions aside and just appreciate, like, yo, we got the past. 
boom, we got the present, boom, we got the future. And it's just like, it's okay if the present trumps the past. It's okay if the future trumps the present. It's nothing wrong with that. It's going to be okay if in 10 years, 10, 15 years, if Giannis or Luca or Jason Taylor or somebody else comes into the league and we're talking about, yo, like, yo, I, I watched LeBron play, but I also watched this guy play too. And let me say something like, yo, he's probably up there in that GOAT conversation or he's probably up there in that top five. It's, oh, it's okay. Trust me. It is okay. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you just got to accept that. You know, like, and I'll just be honest, being a, a Kobe fan, I had a tough time accepting early on, like when I was in high school and shit, accepting who LeBron was and what was actually happening. Like, yeah. I would hang on for dear life to the fact that Kobe had five championships. Like, whatever people say, my response was, Kobe has more rings. Very simple. Well, LeBron, you know, he's better. You know, he has MVP. Kobe has five rings. And I, and I say that because at some point, you have to realize what's happening in front of your very eyes. Bro, even if you don't want to admit it or not, it's like, yo, certain players are here. And certain players, their time is now. And whether you want to give them their flowers or not, you, you, you might want to think twice on, whether, on how you feel towards all of this. You know what I'm saying? And just realizing and understanding, like, yo, as much as you might love your favorite player, someone else is on the way. Someone else is, doesn't feel the way you do about your, that, that player. They feel like, yeah, I, I, I can take that crown. Right? Gener- they they gen- feel yeah. like, like generation, I, he good, he good Z, but yeah. yeah. Gen- generation Z doing it right now. And I'm like, pump the brakes. He got, he got a lot to do. But Generation Z, they, they looking at Giannis like, yo, Giannis could be that dude. Like he could reach that that level, and me, I'm like, yo, it makes me a little uncomfortable because I'm like, yo, it's, it's, I ain't see it's he got to do some more stuff, but it's just like who am I to like not look at what Giannis is doing right now? And I said, like I said, like he was his back to back, his he's a that's a top ten tra- trajectory already, and it's just like, but if he keeps winning and winning and doing things and stuff like that, I can't really who am I gonna not, not look at this person and be like, yo, he's he's hit a lot of checks. He's hit a lot of checks. He's hit a lot of checks. And like if we come seven to ten years from now, we like, yo, like, all right. Yeah, I was about to retire. Like, yo, like, what is he? You know what I'm saying? Like, but you gotta be comfortable enough, like, to be mature enough to understand that, yo, sometimes the present's gonna trump the past. Sometimes the future's gonna trump the present. That's just how the game works. Not these records are meant to be broken. Especially to, yeah. Especially to a Giannis, um, you mentioned like, you know, there's always gonna be people that have a reason or an excuse as to why a player won. Right? That like that is always gonna happen. Always, always, always. You're never gonna experience a time where a player is 100% loved. Never. It's just not going to happen. And so the thing is with Giannis, though, there won't be too many things that people can say about him as to why he won. Right? Like, you can make the case with Steph and Katie and, and Braun and um, even Kobe, if, if you really want to get active. But with Giannis, there aren't going to be too many things. Like, if, if everyone else in the league remains healthy, I don't, like, he's, he's with the team that he got drafted to. He doesn't really have as of right now, in my opinion, a Hall of Famer on his team. You know, like, if he goes out and wins this year, everyone's healthy. Like, it, 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 there won't be too many question marks, right? There won't be too many things that you'll be able to say, well, he won it this way, so that doesn't matter. And that's another thing, too. If you have to start off your statement with, he won it this way, but listen to what the hell who? you just said. Yeah, or, or, he won it this way, period. He won. <laughs> he won. He 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 only won because he went to Golden State. He went to Golden State and he won two championships with the best player in those two times he won and won and the, final, and the Finals MVP. Like that's let's not get let's not that's that's another thing. That's a great point, um, excellent point. But also before we get out of here, I wanted to bring up Slams. I don't know if you've seen it. It was Slams seventy five before ninety four. I'm sure you've seen it. Did you see it? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> okay, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of no, course. I must have missed. I must have missed it. <laughs> no, of course. So I want to. I want to ask you, like, what was your favorite cover? And I can send oh. you the. Uh, I can send you the. Let me see a text. What was your favorite cover? Because I thought that was like well, amazing. Yeah, 
that was like amazing. Like yo, like that. Yeah, that shit is, that shit is fire. Like I was like, yes. yo, that's how you. So, and to me, that's how you. That's how you really uh give legends like their credit and their flowers. flowers. Yeah, you know, the yeah. way Slam did it, and it was just like yo, I I, I couldn't I couldn't end this podcast. We're talking about you know top seventy five and all this stuff. Like I couldn't end this podcast talking about like facts without facts. talking about like. This the seventy five before ninety four guy. Yeah, because we know Slam so Slam I, started in 19, 1994. So it's just kind of like it's a great year. These these <laughs> this guy gang 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 gang. <laughs> there you go. This guy. Um, so we know those it, legends in the past and really get to have like the famous covers like you know Michael Jordan guys in the nineties that yeah. kind of started with Slam and stuff like that. And then in two thousand with Alan Hours and it kind of like took Slam to prominence. Yeah, and stuff like that. So. My no. my favorite one, and and I, and I thought this before, but that Elgin Baylor one is pretty cold, just because of the colorway. Yeah. yeah. Um. That that baby blue was was crazy, but there was another one. I forgot who it was. Um. And I don't even think it was a Laker. <laughs> I forgot who it was. I'm, I'm I'm scrolling through it now, but I was like, yo, and we're, we're, and we're gonna have well, we're gonna have title. They don't. When you watching this, if you are watching this video, oh yeah, put up the, uh, the put up the images and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, it might have been Zeke. It might have been Isaiah's. Yeah, but that was my that was my favorite one. I thought the yeah. Isaiah Thomas the baddest, and yeah. then they had like the bad boys followed by the baddest of them all. That yeah, was yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. That, that was my favorite cover. The reason why that was my favorite cover because it's just kind of like it touched a little bit on his legacy. Like the bad boy Pistons, but he was the baddest of them all. And the reason why Isaiah Thomas was the baddest of them all because he looked at a god in his eyes and basically said, "All three of y'all human." He looked Michael Jordan in his eyes. He looked Larry Bird in his eyes. He looked Magic Johnson in his eyes and beat all of them. Like, that's, that's a bad man. <laughs> that, that's that, a bad that two man. Year, that two-year run, man. Like, that's a bad man. They always say, like, that's the... Those championships are probably some of the most forgotten ones in the most uh, modern oh, era. Yep. Just because of, you know, it, it's... One, the, the way they play, the narrative. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's because it's Detroit. Maybe, you know, it's, it, it's um, they weren't as liked as, you know, the precious Magic Johnson, um, yeah. you know, and, and they embraced hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they appreciated it. They weren't like, oh, we want everyone to be liked. They didn't give two shits. It was about, the villains. They didn't care about being a villain. They played an incredible villain. Yeah. And um, I would say, too, I'm almost done scrolling through it. The Dr. J one was pretty cold. Um, yeah, here we go. The, uh, Zeke and Dr. Dr. J. Yeah. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, that's just uh, yeah, yeah, that's just that's just stuff. Mine was mine was Isaiah Thomas. Um, I like the tiny Archibald one too, and I like Tiny because like a lot of people don't know how cold he was. Like that's what I'm saying. Go back and watch some full games. It's clips on YouTube. You can watch full games. Like this brother led. He's still the only the only brother in NBA history to lead and scoring. And it wasn't like just scoring like oh like twenty points and and leading the assist. Like no, he was like. 33 points per game, like 12, like, yo, he's, he's crazy. No, just no, like, but, but, but fin, fin, finish, uh, finish the statement of the educate our youth. He was the only player to lead the league in, oh, in scoring only, and assists. Only, only, sure you, only player yeah. in NBA history to lead the league in scoring and assists in a regular season. Like that's, that's special. And then it's just kind of like to see like some play, a player who, you know, a lot of people like to talk about Stephen Curry. A lot of people like to talk about like, Steve Nash would just play with Trey Young, but like, yo, I can really see Trey Young maybe breaking that record one day because like his game is very, very similar to Tiny. But like, Tiny was a stud, man. He was he was special, 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 I, special player. I think there's probably only a couple of people who I could say playing right now could have done that. James Harden, um, yeah. I don't think he could probably do that now. But James yeah. Harden, Luca, Luca, Trey. Trey and maybe maybe Russ at some maybe point Russ. in his career, like if yeah. we just talking like when he was with the Thunder teams, and you just yeah. like maybe it could have been done. Maybe Cause, it's crazy because yeah. Trey, Trey, Trey and Luca are in this era, and they have I think they have a chance, especially right, right, because they they have the player the player usage is very high and stuff like that. They have like the control of the offense. Um, I think Luca is a little less selfish because like he likes to get a lot, a lot of guys involved, so like scoring. But damn, look, look at he's been averaging 25, 8, and 8 since he came to the league. So who knows? He may have a he he been he been going crazy these past two two weeks with the Dallas Mavericks. People haven't really been talking about it. I don't know why, but it's just like that's, he's, a, that's going, a surprise, though. He's been that's going insane. He's been going insane. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's, yeah, it's a I build, build, it's a build the, the build, yeah, to build you up to tear you down. Like I, I it's, a, <laughs> it's a billion. No, for real, because when when you have like he's a media darling, but when you have like a player that doesn't like reach the media's expectations, you know, they'll they'll turn on you very quick. Like you know, soon like everybody's like Luka Doncic MVP and this and that, and also Luka's mentality and attitude is just like yo, Luka, you don't really care about like being like. You know what I'm saying? He's not really the most humblest guy. Like, he's a killer on the court. He don't give a damn. Like, he's going to talk his shit and stuff like that. Like, he's not like a Nikola Jokic. It's easier, like, even though Luka, I could say... I would say Jokic. I would, I would say Jokic. No, Don't sleep no, on Jokic. No, I'm not this, saying... Yeah, no, but, I, know, I know what you're saying, but there's some players who like people might think, oh, they don't, they don't really talk that much shit. Yeah, look, yeah, look, uh, yeah, he might not be one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, he's not really, like, his game is not really humble and quiet. Like, Jokic is like, he'll put up 30... 10 to 15 and don't talk. You know what I'm saying? Everybody That's so frustrating. That's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. That's getting so. cooked in silence. Oh. Yeah. Like that's Tim Duncan. Like, like Tim Duncan would <laughs> Tim Duncan would be putting up 40, 40 and, and 20 rebounds and don't talk. Don't say nothing. So it's just like it's not, it's not, <laughs> probably, No, Tim Duncan would probably motivate you. He'll probably like yeah. coach you up while he's playing. Don't worry about it, Ben. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll give you the next play. Like, dog, so, yeah. what? So that's, that, that's the only thing with, with Luca. Um, but that I can say like why people really haven't been talking about him as much as like you know in the past and stuff like that but he's only been in the league three years and he's still like the guy that they want to be like marketability standpoint they want to be like you know the, the next Larry Bird in a way even though Luca's not yeah, American yeah. he's he's European so it's just like that whole concept like yo play style like yo marketability factor yeah but like Larry Bird was from the States so these are facts. These are facts. Um, you want cap, no cap? I got, I got it. Yeah, I got one. So I got one. Because after last night's All Star game, they even get it. We talked about a lot of stuff. Stephen Curry, LeBron James. If they ever would have teamed up in their prime, do you cap or no cap? Do you believe that Stephen Curry and LeBron James would be the greatest duo of all time? Talk about if you paired them to their prime, they're in their prime. If in 2014, LeBron James went from instead of going, if he went to the Los Angeles, I mean the Golden State Warriors, or when he left to Cleveland, if he went to play with the Golden State Warriors, or let's talk both, about if they both, were in their prime, both in their prime, both, if they were teaming both with, teaming in their together. prime, that's kind of heavy. Uh, both in their prime, would they be the greatest duo of all time? So, all right, so obviously, you know, I got things backwards, duos. Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq. Michael and Pippen. Michael and Pippen. KD and Steph. There's another duo that I feel like I'm missing. Dwayne and LeBron. But so so far, there's only two other groups that would cut, like I feel like I could challenge that. Oh, okay, maybe Imagine Cream. There we go. Yeah, Imagine, Imagine Cream. Yeah, Imagine yeah. Cream. Yeah. Oh, Barry and Mikel. Yeah, well, let me not say and. Bird, bird, bird not, and kill, but yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying and like all right, they, they cold. Yeah, but I get what you say. But just you like say, yeah. if we talk about yeah. Steph and Bron, yeah. peak Steph, peak yeah. Bron, yeah, we that that clipped. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's levels. Um, dude, that's so tough. They clipping everybody except for I think the two that we know that is like. That's the only question right. with Mike. So I'll, I'll, yeah, no, they'll, they'll be better than. Uh, I, I need a cap or no cap first. Right, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you start. Ca- uh-huh. All right, so to me, it comes down to Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. I think they'll be better than Brian Wade. I think they'll be better than. Oh. Kareem. Matt Kareem, I was going to say Stephen Katie. That's tough. Because you could make the case Kobe wasn't even really in his prime. I mean, you know what? True, in a sense. But you know what, though? But you know what, though? The way that question is set up, though, because you can make the case that even Kobe wasn't in his prime with Shaq. You can make that case. So to answer a question based on the way it's worded, I would say no cap. I would say no cap. Prime prime LeBron, but prime Steph. I mean, one of his MVPs was unanimous. And prime LeBron was bringing, I won't say any names, shout out to Marcus Thompson, um, who mentioned a few of those Cavs guys. Yeah, I definitely got to go back and check out the episode again. Um, but yeah, LeBron was bringing, you know, certain rosters to finals. 
And if he could do that with those rosters, imagine what he could do with peak Steph. It's crazy. It's crazy because <laughs> we, we talk about peak in a legitimate argument. Like, like Steph's still in his peak and LeBron James, we don't even know what his peak is. <laughs> like, yeah, it's that, crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. I, I thought about that before. Like, what is LeBron like what is LeBron's yeah. peak? Yeah. You know, that, like 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 the what is it, the twenty twelve year where gotta, he won gotta, everything? Gotta be it's gotta be Miami Braun. You think be, so? I, I had to be. That's probably was the that probably was it's crazy. That, that probably where he maxed out at all levels was Miami Braun, but that still may not have been the best version of LeBron. Which is crazy <laughs> to think about. <laughs> Who knows, man? Which is crazy to think about. Like, but I, like like, I like yeah, it. I like it. Yeah, like you got like ten years yeah. to really choose from for his peak. Man, it's like it's like pick your character. Like yo, it's like yeah. you can really you can really do like a. Like, yeah, like a, you're not gonna be yeah. wrong. Like we did, we talk about verses with with Allen Iverson and and Trace McGrady. LeBron James can really do a verses between like <laughs> with himself. With, 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 so, yo, LeBron versus Kim, the the Cavs LeBron when he returned. <laughs> Miami Brown versus the Lakers yeah. Brown, like. Miami Brown versus a young LeBron. Like, it's really, like, crazy if you think about it. Um, but like he said, no cap. And I feel like it's – I feel like it'd probably be – I probably feel like it'd be no cap too as well. Uh, and the only reason why I feel that way because, like, when you watch them at the All-Star game, it's just kind of like – it's just like imagine if Steph Curry had, like, a LeBron James because a guy that can put so much constant pressure at the first level in the basketball court but still had the passing ability and like set up individuals and also like get you easy shots because they're gonna LeBron is gonna suck a team in, you know, and then you suck a team in, you got the greatest shooter on the outside <laughs> court ready Just to chilling. You know what I'm saying? I honestly think I'd rather oh I won't say rather, but I think it would be cool to see LeBron play with Clay too. Yeah. Like like shit. <laughs> that would be a, that would be a fantastic duel. Another another one though. Steph Curry and Giannis, because Giannis has so much pressure that he puts on the defense and getting attacking the rim and stuff like that. And Giannis too can also like kick it out and pass to open shooters. So it's just like even that duel would be like, it's just like like you said, LeBron and Clay. Ooh, that's probably a better. That would have been probably better. LeBron, LeBron and, Clay and Clay versus Steph and Giannis. Like yo, that would be like those are those are. I think those duels. If we just did that, you know, we can't. Literally do it, but like, right? Yeah, imagine yeah, like, I got you. Simulate, imagine it like, yo, those two dudes, LeBron and Clay and Steph and Giannis, would probably compete up against a Kobe and Shaq and a Michael Jordan and Pippen. So, it's and crazy. the good thing about those duos, I feel like, is that they kind of complement well with one another. Very, very well. You know, I, I think to with with Steph and LeBron, there's two guys who would be willing to accept their quote unquote role, um, and that Steph. You know, welcoming KD with open arms. LeBron, some tells me he'd be okay with letting, you know, Steph rock out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I think Definitely. that that would help. You know, because you get a lot of guys. I mean, you mentioned it on previous episodes. Not a lot of guys w- want that. A lot of guys want to be the number one option and nobody else. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you got two dudes who understand what it's like to win championships, who are willing to just say, "All right, you know what." I think I'm gonna yeah. chew on this possession. You you yeah. you go. Ahead. Eagles 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 is a real deal, a real thing in the NBA. I hate to tell people like, but not everybody is concerned about winning championships. Some guys are concerned about being a man, the man, being the guy. And people can talk about like James Harden's situation with the Brooklyn Nets, but let me tell you something. If 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 James could really be honest and be like, yo, like, do I miss dropping thirty and forty and being a guy and doing all this and having the stats and stuff like that and getting all the recognition? Probably say yeah to go play at the be his third option. Like it's not as it's not as not, not everybody can be a Chris Bosh. Not everybody can be a Stephen Curry. Not everybody can be a Dwayne Wade. And that's and shout out to Dwayne Wade and Stephen Curry because, like you said, it's just like the unselfishness. When we talk about LeBron James' legacy and when we talk about Kevin Durant's legacy, guess who? What two players are tied to them both? They're helping them win their first ever championship. Stephen Curry and Dwayne Wade. So it's just like that level of unselfishness. It's just like yo. Does it get enough credit? And that's going to be a part of their history as well. When we talk about the greatest players of all time and stuff like that, we're going to have to mention like, yo, no ring without Steph for KD. No ring without Dwayne Wade for LeBron. So, Yeah, and I think it's, it's so crazy too to think that, you know, you're already on a team that is yours, right? They got a damn county named after Dwayne Wade, right? Like Steph is known as more beloved in a state or in a city than Steph is. 
right? And to know that those two guys were willing to say, all right, you know what? I know that I'm going to have to make some sacrifices. I know that I'm going to make some adjustments, but that's okay, right? Come, 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 come join me. And we still gonna win these championships. So come, come fly with me. Come, come fly. Come, come fly. fly with me. Come fly with Facts. me. Facts. Facts. But all right, y'all. Yeah. So I, I got no cap on that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm saying which. I'm right there with you. Right yeah, I'm with Stephen Brown. He'll get crazy. With that, Kobe and Jack. Jack is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. It's hot. Yeah. Only, only reason I'm picking because Kobe necessarily was in his peak with with Shaq. So that's right, and that's I'm why right. it's like yeah, you kind of got to get an edge too. To you know, yeah, we not good though. I mean, it's, still, it's still it's still Seth LeBron, so I mean, it's not a crazy, it's not a crazy yeah. take. Um, but all right, y'all, we're gonna see you on next one. Peace. <laughs>